0: Light me at five.
1: We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So
2: what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. <laughs> Light me at five. Like, where's the line? Five. We're, we're figuring this out. <laughs> <laughs> Try it now. Oh, yep. Somebody hit my button.
0: Yeah. There's literally an app that can do this.
2: Yeah.
1: That's a good point. There's an app with a lot less sass and a a whole hell of a lot less uh, whatever that fiber drink that you're drinking. Metamucil. Metamucil. Over there. Get it together. (laughs) Get it together, intern. Did I just get fired? Listen, due to the math.
2: Because <laughs> if I did, my ass is out of here. Right.
1: So. there be zero hesitation.
2: Gone. By the way, we're rolling, so go ahead. I, all right. I, 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 you know,
1: we're not going to. I think there's labor laws so we got to buy it at this point. But the, uh, I got to say, that. Th- the magic of editing, nobody knows that months and all sorts of drama has happened since the last
0: podcasts so how, uh, how long is three back-to-back <laughs> covid quarantines
2: uh, uh, <laughs> i'm gonna say we've all survived bubonic plague yeah, yeah. uh yeah
1: and, and what's funny is none of us got it from each other <laughs> yeah that is yeah
2: that is amazing actually so
1: jay well i i had some health issues that started the whole thing yeah oh and yeah then, yeah then jason got covid and uh from hookers at a, at, a,
0: at a trucker rest stop, as I understand. I mean, at least COVID was the only. thing.
2: <laughs> That's true.
1: And then uh, and then Rusty had uh, some in-laws moving, and then uh, and then you came down with it. Yeah. Uh, you also frequent that rest stop, if I recall. <laughs>
2: Different bathroom, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, although you know, uh no, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I, I'll I'll just sit over here and drink my Metamucil. Yeah. And then uh and then uh, uh my
1: girlfriend brought it back to my house. She uh she eved me. Yeah. When, when okay, Eve is, ate the what, what, apple and betrayed Adam. I, and,
2: I was going to say, what does that mean? Yeah, it's when, uh, it's, when,
1: when it's when a woman makes a decision that just soils the home for both of you. Yep. Yeah, so she brought the plague in. I hope she's listening. I, I hope so, too. <laughs> uh, she brought the plague right to my home, and uh, so we had a quarantine for a while. We had a couple of shows, and uh, so since it's been now about two months since uh, we've uh, recorded together.
2: Yeah. I okay, you brought up shows. I'm happy your show down uh, in Argus, locally here, was uh, it was a success. I'm glad that happened.
1: Yeah, I was stoked. I was stoked the response. Um, but um, that was on a ticket to talk about later. Oh, so, okay. So I ruined so your entire. let not. Let's not, not jump right. ahead and be Sorry. a dick. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, this is a turn. I don't know, man. You might be right. That Slovakian guy that barely speaks English might be a better option. I'll
2: tell you what. I'm going over here in the corner. You guys run for it.
1: That guy That guy works for bagels. Bagels. They, they can't cost that much. So, Jason, I bet.
0: Oh, you know. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been weird. Yeah, yeah. It's been weird this year. I I I don't know, I moved. I quit my job, I moved. I got my kid to move out. Three goals I've been trying to achieve for a long time.
1: <laughs> How did that? let's let's this is now we've become a help outreach uh program for any parents out there. How did you manage to get the kid to move out yeah i'm I'm listening to this uh
0: that has uh more to do with uh how dumb young men are when young women are involved uh more than it had to do with anything that i tried to instill i gotcha i gotcha he uh so he fled the nest in pursuit yeah
1: yep oh that still works out for you just change the locks or you I, moved. You didn't well, you mess no. around.
0: I moved, to, I moved, like, right when this happened. I was in yeah. the process of moving. And did you
2: Did you give him your address, your new address?
0: Yeah, he knows where it's at. Oh, okay. Well, because he left the state. So, oh. So I was like, well, you should probably come get your social security card from <laughs> me. They're probably going to need that, you know, to prove who you are when you have to eventually get a job. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so funny when... when uh... I, through through work, sometimes I have to ask people for their social. And it's so funny how grown like thirty five year old yeah. people are like. I gotta call my mom. Grown adults are like <laughs> they're like oh, I'm, and they'll pull their phone out and start like trying to dial. Uh, yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. You're like Babe, uh, you got my uh, you got my little girl. <laughs> 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 well, you're
2: not supposed to carry it with you anymore. In the old days, they told you to have it in... uh, I guess I'm the only one that lived in these days, but they used to tell you you have to have it in your wallet because people will ask for it.
0: Well, that's... There's a... I saw this thing on some YouTube video of old guitars. This guy was, like, appraising... And some of them have people's social security numbers oh, yeah. scratched in them. Because yeah. back in the day, that was the anti. If it got stolen, you could just be like, hey, my social security number is etched into it. Yeah. My um, that's ID. how you proved you out. Yeah. things.
2: My ID in college was my social security number. So everybody in Bloomington has my social security number.
0: That's why you need Lifelock. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> when I was done. Remember with- Lifelock, a sponsor of this program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: when I was done when I was down in Bloomington there was a uh, uh, the FBI had busted a college kid for selling uh, uh, IDs but ultimately they had ended up with some terrorist hands right so uh, these fake IDs that he'd been pumping out of i u he had a, like this machine there and he had a safe and I remember they raided the safe when they busted him and they uh, they took two of these ID machines out and him And he had, like, $15,000 in cash in the safe, and he had cocaine. And I was just like, man, this kid had a totally different experience in college than I did.
0: (laughs) A guy I went to high school with got busted in college making fake IDs. But he kept a ledger of everyone's names for when he was making them. So when the cops busted him, like, they had a record of everybody who had an ID made. Because he wrote down their info to, you know. Why would he do that? So they basically put out a thing. It's like, uh, uh, you guys have till this day to come turn in your fake IDs, or we're gonna come and get them from you.
1: I feel like I go, I'd show up and be like, "Sorry, obviously, it was confiscated (laughs) at a club in Orlando."
0: The other day, I don't Mm.
1: know. I mean, I I, I was, I was, I had it for spring break, (laughs) and they they took it in Orlando and uh, Miami. Had it since.
2: I found this. Uh, was just bringing no it way. in to be a no this
0: is a souvenir id no from way. cedar Point still <laughs> <that>, uh, <laughs> when i was there when i was so when i was running liquor stores down in
1: bloomington the uh we had a bounty it was 50 bucks they would pay you for every id you got and uh but like technically it's still it's still their property right so if i took it from you i'm stealing it so the key was you had to trick them into leaving it and and so there was like it was the way you did it was whatever it, 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 it triggered you right. So like often their hand would be shaking like blatantly. So <laughs> or uh, there was a guy making Florida IDs down there that was really good for a while. And Florida IDs and the only reason I knew this because when I was in the Navy I, I worked at a at like a door at a club there for a bit and I checked IDs. And the in the, the the top like the driver's license number would be like a four digit number, a two digit number, a four digit number. That two digit number was their birth year, and it had to match their date of birth on the tick But but like this, whoever's making them in Bloomington didn't know that, so he was just throwing two numbers in there. So they would come across. I'd immediately see the numbers they match. Otherwise, they were really good. And then uh... and You're then like so s-
0: sixty four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
1: so. Uh, the, so, or like, you're funny. Is these kids would memorize <laughs> the driver's license number, like to where like nobody who has a like legitimately their number knows it that well, you know. But uh, these kids would be like, oh, "What's your driver? Six zero four five 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 Wow. <laughs> that was impressive you know you, you busted that out pretty fast but the uh anyway so if you so what you do is you would be like well i got some questions about this id right here so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go ahead and call the police and let them sort it out uh if you want to wait around so the police show up you can and then you just start dialing some gibberish number and they would be like poof, out the door and then they left their id and then i could claim my bounty how much money did you make on Fifty that? bucks on an ID. And and No, I'll let you make total. I oh, to no! no Oh, in the spring when uh when all the
0: new students he's just, he's just patting down drunk. <laughs> oh, <two yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna need this ID real quick. Wow, you know, I've never seen
1: I've never seen diplomatic papers from Nigeria, but
2: uh <laughs> funny the Nigerian consulate was in here
1: complaining of a mugging
2: earlier. Well, he wanted to give you money because he needed help getting it out of his what bank are you talking account. About, man?
1: This is a passport from Denmark. This should be worth like this should be worth like 150
2: bucks. So all that all that income, did you report that to the uh, uh, IRS, or was that just off the books? Oh, I'm not at liberty to say. Now, I was going to say, that's why he's hem on. He doesn't want the IRS <laughs> to know he made a lot of money at that. I'm going to say,
1: early in the year... IU had 37,000 students or something in that range, 27,000 or something. Early in the year, uh, when this freshman came, they all... Went out and got IDs, and it was just a matter of. And here's the thing with those fake IDs take them to the bar where it's loud, it's noisy, there's distractions, there's people on the street. They're harder, to, they're harder to bust. You bring them to my liquor store, and the lights are bright, and I have time to examine you and watch you sweat. And it's so fun with you guys. You did it for a while. You just got this look you'd give them when they come to the counter when you suspected. And they'd start, but you could hear their heartbeat from like a foot away.
2: Oh, it was anyway. That was fun. You had those navy waterboarding skills too, going for you.
1: It was. It was a look, you know. Was, <laughs> I I know now it's because I had kids. Oh, when, yeah. when you have kids, it yeah. awakens an anger inside you <laughs> that that just that's never really. You can't really dampen back down after that. It's like Bruce Banner. You just tap into it.
2: <laughs> have, you, have you noticed something? I've accused him of this. Uh, there is a darkness in his soul that is just astonishing. You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree with me, Jason? I what mean, I, I don't like kids either. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is all just normal to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
2: But you didn't compare your darkness to Bruce Banner with, with, with the whole thing No, I'm thing just saying there's, a, there's,
0: a, there's, a, there's an anger in there that no, you I, I, Yeah. I'm angry towards children also. <laughs> yes.
2: But.
1: Yeah,
0: I always like if there's a kid screaming in a store. I get it, kids scream in a store, but if that kid makes eye contact with me, <laughs> I'm giving it the biggest "go fuck yourself" look. Yeah. that is yeah. If you're old enough to scream while making eye contact with me, like I'm, I'm, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll you're do that getting the story. most
1: disapproving look you've ever got. I'll do the story, and then you'll be walking, and the kid will be screaming, and tone of And the mom's just like, "Would you please stop?" And then the kid glances over, and you give them that just, you just, you know, like your chewing nails look. And then they they, they freak out, and then they shut up.
2: Okay. Sometimes.
1: I, it's worth a try. I, it's know, satisfying. I'm, I'm way.
2: past that. If I gave my kids that look, they'd just beat me up. That's yeah. the bottom line.
1: I saw a kid at the store the other day, and
0: I, I—I've never come so close to physically. Just because you get beat up doesn't mean you still shouldn't assert dominance. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: How are you dominant <laughs> when you're dog. laying in a, on the floor in a pool of your own blood? Well, you got it.
0: Well, that's the thing. Okay. You just gotta make sure they don't find out about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was at the store the other day, and I saw—I saw a kid. I never—I never come so close, like so badly wanting to strike. Somebody else's kid, but uh, well, I I probably there's probably been another time or two that I want to hit somebody else's kid. But anyway, so I see this kid, and except this woman was such a bitch, uh, she was snapping at the employees just one after another as she encountered them, and then almost swerved and hit me almost, and then uh, looked at me like you know what the hell are you doing stand there, and then walks by this kid. Now maybe he's witnessed all these events. I don't know. But he's got some sort of uh, uh, like a pool squiggly swirl, whatever those things are, pool noodle or something. Something, something is not, it's not real hard. It's like a Nerf thing. Oh, like okay. Yeah, around. Yeah. But she walks by. He whacked her in the leg with it entirely intentionally. And Amelia immediately was just like, oh, man, I kind of want to hit her too. <laughs> But like if I was her and she was Hey, your kid da, 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 and the mom didn't see any of this, so she's taking this this lady who's clearly a bitch. Yeah. And has managed to piss off this whole hallway. I guess it's like it's like the lady who cried wolf.
2: No, yeah. okay, it wasn't the lady that he hit with the... Yeah, it was the bitch. His, the, his Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, so since she starts going off about your kid swung at me, and like I said, I would I would one hundred percent normally agree oh, yeah. that I want to knock that kid out. But he probably saw her coming down there, and she just oh, deserved yeah. it. I call that karma. Yeah, maybe they, maybe they—that's what brought them together. <laughs> karma. Maybe they're both disgusting people. I tell you what—you know what cracks me up? I, I do. I crack me up. <laughs> I mean, like, like the weird, the the or, uh, um, uh, like your neural, your, um, you know, the weird fucking shit you do.
2: They call it neuroses.
1: Your your neuroses. So I'm driving home the other day from work, and I got like a 45 minute drive, and and it had started out as like the best drive of my life. No shit. Like as soon as I got on the highway, like it was like the the traffic just got out of my lane, and I I speed a little bit, you know. So I'm zooming along, and er and everybody, you know how when there's always somebody gets in front of you. And then they're going slower than the other, lane, you know, or just same speed. And you're just like, why did you get over here and just block up this left side? Man. Everyone was clearing out, and only one person, only one person was flew up on me like I was sitting still. So I moved out of the way. They flew kind of around the corner, and then when I rounded that corner, they had they had gotten pulled over for speed and, and triggered the speed trap. And I was just like, best drive ever, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I'm some, I'm just I'm just going, and then I see there's construction in Plymouth. And they've got the, the highway like, shut down to so the one they're going to the railroad tracks or whatever. And I see that the traffic's backed up all the way to my exit, but not blocking it. So I was able to just zoom right over to the right lane, boom, popped in that exit. Right? Best drive ever. So then I'm coming up to the intersection, and it's the middle of the day, and I'm not normally here at this time of day. And there's just traffic, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, this, all right, it's going to take me an hour to pull out of here. As soon as I pull up, and all the traffic ceased. I pull onto the I pull onto the main strip there in Plymouth and I literally see the lights turn green. Pop, pop, pop. And I was like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on, right? <laughs> so like I think I'm as I'm dry, like I'm literally like this is the best drive I've ever had. Like it's never nothing is this good of a drive. So I start becoming convinced that like I'm going to get T-boned like out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Like something bad's going to happen. Yeah. So I, I started like getting anxiety worked up. And I come up to like the next light, and the light turns red, and I gotta stop. And I'm like, oh, oh, you want me to stop here, do you? This is you, all this path cleared out just to get me here right now. Is this fucking tree gonna fall on me now? You're know, like, I'm getting myself worked up. And I'm like, this is the worst drive I've ever had. And then it turns, and I go to the next intersection, and it, the light's green, and I'm like, oh here's where it happens here's where i get t-boned you know so i'm like i'm like tapping my brake as i go through and the guy behind me starts honking and i'm like here it is this is the fucking asshole that triggers the goddamn drive you know (coughs) the whole way home it was like that it was miserable i gave myself so much anxiety just driving it was literally i went from the best drive of my life to the worst drive of my life for no other reason than this is too good to be happening to me and my own like personal anxiety caused this uh Downward spiral. <laughs>
0: Those are all valid fears. <laughs> <laughs> One, 1. 1.3 million people a year die in automobile accidents. There you go. How oh, do you
2: have that number right at the tip of your fingers? <laughs> uh,
0: I just watched a short documentary about uh, autonomous vehicles and how much safer they are than human drivers. And yesterday, I helped pull a baby out of a tipped-over vehicle in front of my apartment. Really? So, yeah. Really? Valid, yeah. valid fear. Valid fear. See? Pulling yeah. babies out of cars and shit. I live on the corner of two one-way streets. Oh. Oh, And no. they go the opposite direction. And, uh, and one them. of them is like the um, the express route to bypass downtown, so you oh. don't have to hit all those weird lights. And the other one... The road, it's a stop sign there, but you have to wait, you know, and then you're waiting for the oncoming traffic on the other side. Well, I had all my blinds open. I could see outside yesterday. I heard a screech and a crunch and turned and looked out the window mm. and saw a Honda SUV just, like, rolling over on its side, skidding across.
2: Uh, oh, man.
0: So I ran I ran outside because it was, like, right next to where I park. I was like, Fuck. <laughs> Did they don't hit worry, my car? Did worry, they hit my car? car? So yeah. I ran out, and they didn't hit my car. I was like, all right, well, I guess I better fucking do something. While I'm out here. Yeah. This car is on its
2: side right now. Uh, better was, do it. something while I'm out here. Like, maybe take a baby out of a burning, wrecked car. There was no
0: fire. Quit making it sound worse than it was. <laughs> I'm looked. trying to help you, man. There was no injuries.
2: <laughs> trying to help the story. Yeah. <laughs> Just
0: a guy that he didn't mention it. He he searched through the purse and the wallet. You know, it, it was just a guy and in his in his young child.
2: You got uh, to add, you know, that you ripped the door off its hinges to no, get to this. No, child. the doors
0: wouldn't open. So one of the windows so was broken. Hit so had to crawl
1: through a wheel well that had been pierced. Whatever. I didn't do
0: anything but stand <laughs> there and be like, hey, I can uh, grab hey. that kid from you. Hey, uh,
1: well, toss gasoline the
2: baby. is dripping and, you know. <laughs> toss the baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> toss me the baby. I got this. No, nope, women and
0: children first. Get, wait, give me the
2: baby. Wait a minute. Out of the way. Here comes the newsman.
0: He's got his foot up on the guy's face. <laughs> give me
2: the freaking, give me the fucking baby, you son of a bitch. You
0: guys, I, I got it. I'm fine. I could get out with me and the baby. <laughs>
1: Just give me the baby. Uh, <laughs> so we, uh, uh, we, were, we have been discussing uh, how uh, I don't know if we talked about it. A lot. It's been months since we've fucking been in this. We studio. have no idea. What so, that but that we was. had uh, uh, like on our own time been discussing like some of the changes that we've had to make with uh, COVID. You know, as two struggling comedians and the world's oldest intern. And uh, so I had so I I was concerned because we've been doing a bunch of outdoor shows with our friends from DIY uh, DIY comedy group out of South Bend, um, and uh, we uh so if we were doing these outdoor shows and we were worried about when the weather turned that the, yeah. you know then we're going to be screwed with shows. So I started booking uh, like producing my own shows. So this was something... So something new for me, so I sp- first dabbled my toes in was uh, a small bar, in South Bend, and the owner was uh, pretty enthusiastic about st- trying. And uh, we had uh, at Farai, Farai came out, yeah. and Max Tidy hosted, and um, Joe Elderman out of uh, out of uh, Grand Rapids area, Michigan, um, had come down for it, and uh, we ran into an incident there that sometimes happens at these uh, at these. Um, non-traditional comedy locations right right because one thing is you don't have such you don't have the the uh, isolation for the entertainer right so you don't have the the crowd isolation where where there's a stage and spotlights are aimed and it purposely kind of creates the whole room is aimed right, at, yeah. at being attention that one so you don't have that at a bar so you so you can't shut all that down so there's still some some of the issues anyway so at a, especially in a crowd that's not used to comedy it's never happened so there's a there was a local guy there who clearly was the guy who keeps the place open throughout the rest of the year right right oh
2: yeah that guy
1: yeah that guy and they were and the place was full Place was packed out, and a lot of people had said that they were showing up. They had showed up for comedy. Now, it wasn't, wasn't a large place, so we're, when I say full, you know, 35, 40 people or something was, is packed. Um, but this guy kept making comments between every he was that heckler where he's just got he's not necessarily insulting the comic, right? But he's got and it's not necessarily helpful if like the guy that's trying to help. Yeah, just a guy who always has something to say. His own tag he throws out after. It to me, it's the worst kind of fucker. Oh yeah. It, it, well, yeah. I, I say that, but they're all all hecklers I despise. Yeah. Just so you know, you're the filth of the planet. <laughs> um, but but so he so Farai's going, and 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 Farai has a has a real soft uh, delivery. Fantastic writing. And uh, But you sometimes, you just want to tell the crowd, you know, shut the fuck up and listen, and you're going to really enjoy what you're going to hear. But this guy kept making comments. So he had made two or three comments and disrupted her two or three times. So finally she had said, you know, you're kind of annoying. So she's about to, here's is the point where she's taking it and she's handled it well. The crowd's still on her side and now she's going to take that turn to where, okay, now I'm going to start, I'm going to turn the guns on this guy. Well... Uh, the owner, not familiar with comedy, had, you know, in just this setup, had told Farai, that's a paying customer. Well, this all happened, right? She was working like her last few minutes of her set. She's about to work her last joke. And then, so then, so he pulled her teeth out right there uh, to deal with this. So then she's like, oh, I wouldn't want to upset a customer. And I could tell she was. Furious! Oh yeah. As a as a comedian, like you're asking them to entertain this this crowd for the evening, but you, then you're now going to take away their tools to handle a disruption right. by that crowd. Yeah. And uh, she was furious. Joe Elder. I, actually, I went next, and he didn't say a word. And then Joe Elder went, and he started talking again, and Joe Elder shut him down, pretty pretty uh, quickly. He obviously didn't wait for the And then the owner later had said, you know, I really appreciate how you guys handled that. Uh, you know, it was just and I know Farai was pissed about it, but um w- like what's your what's your go-to
0: when you encounter or is it something that's just different every time? It kind of depends cuz uh I don't know. It, it I mean it really just all depends.
1: Cuz there's a different vibe to each tech. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Because there are there are people who uh, we did a show, the Argus show, which we'll talk about it another on another podcast. Um, that were the old couple in the front were kind were, were a form of heckler,
0: but yeah, not they, but a, they they weren't the kind that's disrupting. No, they were more of a particip- I, They like, were they participating were... between themselves and with you only.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate that worse than yeah. the other. It was, it's annoying, but it's it's but but you, they're not disrupting but, the show. Right, they're but not but disrupting you're not the part show. Part of it either, so shut the hell up. Yeah, I, yeah, I well, know.
1: But you run into this at these non-traditional places right. a yes. lot. That's yeah, because, well,
0: because that specific you're, show you're talking about, they were right there, and then the table next to them had two guys who were the worst type of mm. hecklers. Oh, that doesn't um, surprise me. Who they? Well, the one guy he was talking all through Brian's set. There's two of them. They got one guy to shut up, and leave. And then when I went up, the guy starts going at it again, and he 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 repeated one of my punchlines or set up. like whatever I said, he said the exact same. Yeah, thing. and then you would turn and said, "Yeah, that's funny. That's what I just so said." I did, yeah, I just stopped and looked. I'm like, "Yes, that is exactly what I just said." <laughs> and then what's great about that though is one of the
1: one of the, one of the, the uh, audience members at that table said. If you guys aren't going to listen, then shut the fuck up and get out of here. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they did. Yeah. They got up and laughed. Like, because I, when I said that to him, like, he, he was clearly embarrassed because people laughed at that. Yeah. yeah. And he just kind of put his head down and. Uh, he did like a whipped dog. And oh, then he, got, then well, he they, got up and walked. But then he got called out. Like, they got called out by the people at their table. Like hey, you guys are being jackasses you need right. to stop. it was
1: it was a large table, so multiple groups were sure. sitting at yeah. it and uh and uh he took him in and he threw him out, and it was, it was appreciative, you know oh yeah, but the uh but for a, for a uh, a venue owner to pull your teeth like that. Uh, it's very hard to recover from. I, in her shoes, all she does, she says, "Well, I don't want to finish on that note," so she passed on to another joke. But you could tell the the, the steam had been taken, and um, I, that's a tough recovery from what 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 she faced. Because you know, you so, so as he's talking, usually generally speaking, and I'm assuming Jason can probably back me up on this, but as a heckler like that's talking, you're in the back of your mind, you're spewing about how to deal with them, right? You give him a couple of shots. And then you might, if he's not real aggressive or something, you might remind him that there's table talk to a minimum, blah blah blah. You might remind him something like that, but like give him that one last chance. So as you're so as you're turning it in your head, as you're how to deal with them while you're doing your set, as you go to commit to that to be to be have a roadblock thrown up by the owner, and then you know because my the thing with it, well I don't want to piss off the owner of the venue.
2: Oh yeah, so, and you
0: kind of got to gauge like what the rest, of the, especially in places like that. Where it's not a comedy club per se, where it's just kind of more of a room that's doing comedy tonight, you kind of really have to judge what the rest of the crowd is yep. doing before you really get. Yeah, into and that's that that but happened. that's
1: where I think the owner was wrong because when Elder did shoot the guy down, it the place
0: erupted into a pa- applause break, essentially. Well, well, there was it's I don't know it's there was a place it doesn't the bar doesn't even exist anymore they shut down but uh, they used to have comedy nights there on Mondays. And they had a comedian come in who is uh, pretty well known for posting videos on the internet of his interaction with hecklers. Yes, and uh, he has been accused by some people. I don't know the man, but some people have accused Set him as like basically baiting people into trying to hackle, right. so he can make nice video clips for the internet. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's true. I don't like I said I don't know, <clears throat> but I do know that this bar that used to have comedy had him there. And he's the reason they don't do comedy anymore, because he offended and walked a few regulars that uh, that had hadn't been back. Right. See,
1: that's that's the that's your balancing act. And from right what
0: now. I understood from one of the bartenders there, uh, it was not it wasn't even like a super egregious thing that you should be, you know, that can oh, yeah. be, should have attacked yeah. someone for. Yeah. It was basically like, it seemed like he was baiting people to try to get video clips. <laughs> that never happens. So I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't know. I,
1: I could see that on the, on the other hand, in in defense to that, which I don't know the guy personally, but, um, I, you know, if you, if, I guarantee it, it's, he does a lot of audience interaction, period. I, I which I don't do, but, When you're doing that, at audiences all over the country, you start hearing the same dumb things. I guarantee it again and again and again. And they just play into... And it it could seem from an outside view that that's all you're doing is baiting for that. I I don't know. On the other hand, you could argue, well, I'm not baiting for that, but when they happen, I'm going to capture it and put it on the Internet because I just schooled them. I've watched a couple of those videos of his, though, that I, I didn't think he schooled them that well.
0: And I wasn't quite sure why you no, post, yeah, like, so, I schooled this guy. Some yeah. of the videos are just, like, normal, reasonable interactions you would have with a heckler and how to, you know. Yeah, even
1: when it's, it's not even that necessary one, it's, yeah, a couple of them I've seen, they're not even necessarily, like, a aggressive heckler, like it's a just, negative heckler. He just is able to, Yeah. It's just someone who's who's just excited they're out on a Saturday night, and then he and he schools them, you know, and I'm just like, you don't really school And that's what my point is I, I feel like that's what that old couple was in the front of that second show. I don't feel like you school those. I feel like you just try to bring them back into the fold because they're having a good time. They want to be there. They want to laugh. Well, there was a disruption. I should have taken advantage of it, and I didn't. Because I was trying, I was, this is exactly why, because they, I did, I did a bit on how I don't trust women without eyebrows and, uh, and they had, and they had, at first I thought they were mad when we shut off that game. There was a, there was a TV behind us that we, we shut off. We thought they were there to watch the game.
2: Oh yeah,
1: no. so I thought she was pissed. She's yeah. pulling out money, but they were there to watch comedy, and they just happened to be watching the TV. Right. So we were waiting on them to leave to start the show because they were front row, and they never left. So we started our you know our classic comedy late anyway. So they they realized then that she was having a good time. They were having fun, so. Uh, they started talking as I did that bit and I'm, I'm trying to ignore them and I missed out on a million on a, on a, on a, on a I think a, a room stopping uh, a joke was so my whole bit is that I don't trust women without eyebrows uh, you know because that's a that's a lie they don't really have eyebrows they just paint them on yeah. and and she said I didn't catch it uh, my girlfriend called us she was sitting next to the where we were at she said I mine are tattooed and he looked over at her and he goes you have tattooed eyebrows? <laughs> they got to be in their early 70s, late 60s at the, at the most. Late 60s or, early, or probably early 70s. And and he reached over and touched her eyebrow and was like, holy cow, those aren't real. He didn't notice. And it, was, it would have been a perfect time to stop the show. And to point out but I was I was trying not to draw attention to them because right I, they were they've been she was participating, she was happy. I didn't want to turn it into a negative interaction. So I didn't so I was immediately just ignoring it. Had I paid attention and caught that and I'd stop the show and be like, Wait a minute, you guys have been married for how long? How long have you been lying to this man? <laughs> it would have been a great chance for an impromptu.
0: After one of my jokes, uh, she turned and looked at her husband and said I didn't like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember which one it was. Um, it was a joke about... Uh, in, in, basically, in the joke, I say that God is kind of an asshole sometimes. <laughs> and she's... Like, it's, it's the silent part. And she looks
2: at I didn't like that one. uh it's like sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Tip, typical you're in a bar on saturday night you're in mass on sunday morning yeah
1: go. well she's got tattooed eyebrows yeah. i
2: don't where does she get off talking
1: who <laughs> knows what other skeletons are buried in that closet anyway i think that's our time for the day we're going to follow it up with uh highlights from uh coffee with dean uh thanks for joining us i'm dean jernigan I'm Jason LaFoon,
2: and I'm the world's oldest intern. Indeed.
1: Join us next time as we talk uh, shopping for teenagers and uh, what
0: shopping for teenagers,
1: shopping for teenagers. What
0: websites are you on, man? And
1: my uh, my recent interactions with the Russian mafia.
2: All right, uh, I'll hit this button over here. You hit that button. <laughs> Coming up next, it's a Like Me at Five Twice back Coming up next, it's a Like Me at Five Twice back Time for your mind to be blown, man Good morning Time for your mind to be blown To be blown To be blown Mind-blowing facts How you been, Rusty? I've uh, been okay uh, People missed you I think we need to People missed you last week uh, We got We got the phone calls did you? We got the phone calls. Yeah, I was Where's Dean? Have you kidnapped him? I was is he still alive? And we also got a text of the show. Did said we? the manager of Lowe's was taken out in chains and they wondered if it was you. That is uh, <laughs> So was... we were gonna do free Dean t shirts <laughs> with a little fist, you know, the, the free Dean. Yeah.
1: Yeah, indeed yeah. that was uh that was a fake news. Okay. All right, just wanted no, to be sure. Nobody was let out in handcuffs or chains. <laughs>
2: Well, I heard it was like a like a whole Roman legion had surrounded him, and he was being led through the public square for. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, not happening. All right, fake news, fake news. So Dean is not in jail, so that's not I'm where not. he was. I've just
1: been very busy with the uh, with the Memorial Day. Oh
2: yeah, you guys got buried, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I-, you, I remember I got I got a text from you. You said, you know, Memorial Day is our Christmas, and and it, I, I can see that.
1: Yeah, it's the beginning of the year, so like everybody's buying all their all their lawn stuff. Yeah, they you know we had the late spring too though. So with April lasting so long in the winter, you know people weren't out buying their stuff. So right. like, our our shopping early shopping season of the spring got condensed,
2: <laughs>
1: and uh, we were like running out of everything.
2: Well, you had it was good weather too, so I'm sure everybody wanted well, to it be was, outside. It was, it was
1: almost too good. Like it was 107 heat index on like Sunday. Oh yeah,
2: 100. It w- Ooh. Yeah. So I wasn't out Sunday. I was at just lying in bed coughing.
1: <laughs> yeah, do like 11 and a half hours, and then you just go home, and you just lay there, you know.
2: And you have such a restful life at home, too. I, you, I do. You send me some very interesting texts during the week. The the one that you exchanged with your son a little earlier this week was, that's got to live is one of my favorites. I don't
1: even remember which one it was.
2: <laughs> About him having <laughs> him not wanting to go to school. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you made some allusion to. to he said, they, "How about
1: how about I stay home from school today?" Or, see, they had. Uh, I think they had they they, they had missed the bus because I had to go in it really early, so oh, I yeah, wasn't there yeah, to wake them yeah. up, yeah. and they didn't wake up to their alarm, so they missed the bus. And I was like, "All right, well, eat breakfast. I'm gonna try to come back and pick you up." And he had texted, "Maybe I can stay home," <laughs> and I said, "Maybe I'll sell you to a mine where you will work until you drop from the black lung." And he had responded, let's not do that, but my cold
2: is pretty bad, Cough Cough. See, you have the greatest of all worlds, and I feel lucky in this way too. But you do. You have kids who understand your sense of humor and share it. And that is that is good because somebody from outside reading that text would think, my God, he's selling his kids into slavery. What's, yeah. what's, what's going on in that home? Well, you know, it's a right offer. <laughs> see, mine was always medical experiments. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, they could, you know, whatever. Once, you, once you've made the purchase, you know, there's a 30-day return policy and that's it. There's no warranty
2: or support uh, system here. Yeah, I would say stuff like that. My kid would just look at me and say, harsh dad. Yeah, Harsh. he cracks me up, though. They hold. let's not do that. But yeah, I know. That was
1: getting pretty was bad.
2: The, and see, that's what I'm talking about. That was the perfect response. Yeah. That was the perfect response to your uh, obvious, uh, how do we, what do we call it? Hyperbola. The yeah. over-the-top joke. And it, yeah. it, it, it was
1: perfect. Yeah, I know. I love he it. He
2: stays it in stride and he does.
1: just goes. He does. He's 11. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. even
2: better.
1: <laughs> He's been on the show, though. He was the one that was on the show. That
2: is right. We need to get him in here sometime. I agree because he told me he was bored today, so he needed to. A... Well, you got we got summer break coming up. He can. He's on summer break. He can come and join us. It's official. Oh yeah, they'll never
1: right. leave the house now. <laughs> they'll be there at all times <laughs> when I get home. There, they'll be just staring at me with their
2: soul sucking <laughs> stares. <laughs> their bowls held up. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. The dog even does that. More food. Sir. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 life. Yeah, uh, when you got uh, when you got kids, that's life. Yeah. At least you have a daughter. Breaks it up a little bit. I you got know, I got five sons. It's the same thing. I don't know, with man. all of them
1: because like Trinity's got this habit of whatever room she's gone in, she drops some piece of clothing in, it. <laughs> like.
2: Leland. Oh, that's not that's not that's not reserved for women. That my she, I got a boy that does that. You know a, where he's been because you got a trail from the front yeah. door to wherever he went.
1: She was asleep on the couch, and uh, Leland comes down and he says, "Trinity, I'm going to need you to clean up the PlayStation area. You have underwear laying there." <laughs> And you know. And he was outraged. I said, Leland, lay off. I was like, Trina, you can go, you know, go sleep in my bed. So that way you're just not in the middle of the living room. And she goes, I said, but you do have some clothes in that chair right there. And on your way, get your stuff out of the bathroom that's just laying there. And uh, on the kitchen table, there's a sweater of some sort. And and Leland's like, You have stuff on the stairs too, and you've ruined them.
2: (laughs) She's ruined the stairs. Ruined the stairs. Can't even use them. I gotta be honest with you. Sister underwear requires a hazmat yeah, team and, I agree. and tongs. I get it. That's because a- as a brother, you're you're not no. I, I had sisters. You're not touching sister underwear. No, it was it's a, not yeah, happening. But I think
1: it was her clean stuff.
2: It was just even then. It was
1: her it was even her, then. I know.
2: But he was He's so dramatic. He's like, there's stuff on the <laughs> stairs and they're ruined. But you see. I'm just listening to the, these. Things. The delivery is perfect. You've got you've got an entire theater company sitting in your house. Their their delivery is fantastic. It's on point. Cor- Corbin is
1: hilarious when he's not trying to be. When he's genuinely outraged about something, he is so funny. And it does not help when you're laughing. He just gets worse, like more angry. Yeah. But Corbin, Corbin's my kid. That if the apocalypse happens tomorrow, as soon as we run out of cereal, he's a dead man. <laughs> like he has no survival skills beyond that. He might be able to make a sandwich.
2: I, I think Corbin and I probably get along pretty well. <laughs> Have you ever taken those quizzes online? How long yeah. would you last in a zombie apocalypse? I-, I always I'm one of the I'm one of the extreme
1: to the other. I either I'm hit by a bus in the first five <laughs> minutes, or I, I'm the last guy alive.
2: It's pretty much generally exactly the same for me. As soon as it happens, I'm gone. I'm one of the first that are out of the way. So uh, 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 can I make this point? If you see me and some sort of apocalypse is happening... Don't worry about it. I'm going to be gone. I'm not taking any food from you. I will be gone in a matter of seconds if I don't just disintegrate in front of your eyes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm never going to make yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it have nothing to do with the apocalypse either. Like, if it's a zombie apocalypse, like, I'll, I'll fall in, in a <laughs> well and drown or something.
2: And you can't even come out and be a zombie because you're in a well. Right. I'll be stuck down there. you will be stuck down there. It's like, man, I had to fall in this well. Why didn't I just die out in the I open don't. where I could Terrorize
1: I'll be, people. I'll be a soggy bottom zombie. <laughs> <laughs> soggy bottom zombies are the worst. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. So you were you were
1: telling me that there was a few things in life that you missed out on.
2: Oh yeah. There's a lot of things in life I missed out on. And
1: then you said you'd uh, you kind of regretted never joining the navy, having oh I thing.
2: said that I yeah. said that. How do you believe so? I said that because you have such great stories. I never thought that before. You started coming in here with these these stories from your navy days. So yeah, I. Uh, I miss the stories. Well, it got, I don't, you know, I don't know that I'd miss boot camp.
1: It got me. It got me thinking, <laughs> and uh, I started. I started talking boot camp with a buddy of mine, and it reminded me of uh, of a kid that went there. Um, I cannot remember his name for live me, but I do remember. Do you remember the the, the cartoons Fiveo Goes West? Oh yeah. Okay, this kid yeah. looked like Five Like he, he had, looked like he had the ears of a bat, <laughs> and he, he just. A little round head, like this kid looked like Fivel, so that's that's what we're gonna call him because I can't remember his name.
2: So five is is his name.
1: Yeah, we're gonna go with Fivel. So we're 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 I don't know how many weeks we are in. We're on our our barracks is three stories up, and it's uh it's like eleven o'clock at night. We're in trouble, and they're doing a health and comfort inspection, which means they've got you they've got you all standing in attention at the end of your bunks. As they search the, the two little – you have two little drawers to keep all your personal items in. Right. And they're ripping those out and they're dumping them on the bunks and they're searching them for contraband. <laughs> what started this was when, when you go to the cafeteria and eat all you – the galley, you, all you had was a hot sauce. That's all you could use, right? Okay. So you yeah, end up putting hot yeah. sauce on everything from chocolate cake to <laughs> peas because it was like the only thing you had and everything was really bland. Right. So, like to this day, I can't like stand hot sauce now as a result that's because, not
2: hard to believe, yeah, yeah, but there
1: was the good news was there was a bunch of hot sauce, like there was you know choices, but there was also there was like another like a um i don't know like a buffet bar or something there that would had like ketchup packets and and peanut butter and whatnot. but that was all for the drill instructors like you couldn't
2: oh, you couldn't touch yeah, you couldn't touch it,
1: and uh at some point. One of our drill instructors found some peanut butter packets in the trash in the in the barracks.
2: Dun 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 right.
1: dun 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 <laughs> So uh so somebody had stolen peanut butter from the uh from the galley there and was eating them, uh in the in our in our barracks. So they were searching for this this, this you know, pillar of evil.
2: Searching for peanut butter.
1: <laughs> They're searching for this pillar of evil. We must squash the peanut butter. Right. So uh like, you know, we didn't know what they were looking for at the time. Fiebel was, like, across about an angle from me. He, so he's, like, six feet away. He's across the, the other side of the his bunks on the other side kind of at an angle. And uh, so we're all standing in at attention, and then they, like, they disappear in between the bunks, and they unlock the thing, and they dump them, and they search through everything, and then, you know, they they go to the next one. and So there's a few seconds in between each time <laughs> – There's a few seconds in between each uh, bunk that they come to. And I'm watching Fiebel, like, have a freaking, he's having a mental breakdown of what's going on. He keeps staring out of the corner of his eye. Bullet sweat is just like rolling down. It's like like I'm pretty sure he's guilty of something, but I don't know what he's done, you know. So in the middle of uh, one of these, uh, well, they, they kind of disappear from sight for the second while they go in between the bunks. He rushes back to his, his bunk. He breaks attention, rushes back to his bunk, and he does the, 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 the combination on his lock really fast. And then he runs back stands at attention again and i mean this is i mean like if mission impossible was playing in the background this guy was feeling dun, 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 yeah, dun, 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 every dun, bit dun, of that dun, dun, he was dun. bullets are sweating down he's looking over and then they they disappear sight <laughs> again he runs back there and he opens the lock and he opens the drawer and he comes running back out and he's got something in his hands and i can't see him i don't know what he's i don't know what he's doing <laughs> And, uh, but I'm like, I'm amused to no end, you know, like I'm just chuckling it up. Like, is he going to make it? Is, he gonna, is, he, are the, is the inspection team going to reach him before he can? So <laughs> they come into the next locker. He rushes back and he chucks this stuff out the window. I don't see what it is, but it just, it goes out the window and we're on the third floor. So he runs back to us and he's like, of oh, the relief on this guy's oh, face. Oh, it's, you know, the way of the world. Like oh, he just yeah. got pardoned, you know? Yeah. And, uh. They're still doing their search, and it like a few minutes go by, and you hear, and like this, this, this cop like thudding on the on the door at the end of the hall, and you and there's a little, there was a little tiny window in it, and right? you, and, and, I, and we, yeah. so we all like naturally look, which we're like you know we're not supposed to, we're supposed to pay attention, but everybody, including our drill instructors, all just looked, and you could see another drill instructor like staring through the hole, and we're like, oh no, what's this all about? It's, like, this Eleven o'clock a, at night, this you know? is a problem. So our drill instructor goes over and he opens it, and we had three or three drill instructors. One of them was like an ex Navy SEAL that blew his leg out, so he couldn't do combat anymore. Right. But he was he was awesome. You loved working for that oh, guy. Oh yeah. Whatever he he was just, he was really big. Like every morning he'd be like, "Good morning, my fuzzy little raisins," <laughs> and like he was just he was just you just you'd kill yourself for this guy. Yeah. Then there was there was one, the other one was like a total bad cop.
2: It was a was total a jerk. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we had bad cop was the one that was doing the inspection. Yeah. So he goes back and he talks to the other drill instructor, and he comes. He comes walking back in the building. Oh, and his hand! He's got two handfuls of all this peanut butter, and he's like, he's like,
2: who threw this out of the window and hit my
1: fellow drill instructor in the head as he walked down the street?
2: Of all the things, of all the he just he, he threw that out. And he hit. And he hit another drill structure <laughs> he threw, at 11 o'clock at night.
1: <laughs> oh, and you, it's too much. Like the the fact that he was so worried and then he was relieved, and, and then the guy uh, showed did, up, he broke. He I just, was going to say, did he die? He burst into tears. <laughs> he burst into tears and he was like, it was me. <laughs> and then I, I exploded laughing. Uh, he just—it was the way he was sobbing it out. It was he, 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 and I just bah, so they nailed us both and drug us out.
2: <laughs> so you went with him because I you're got, laughing. Yeah, I uh, got
1: I got in trouble for that a lot. <laughs> I, I, they never got my name right, so it'd be like Jersey, quit laughing.
2: It's it's just wonderful that you could you could find other people's terror so well, amusing you know, it was i mean what's the worst they're gonna do you're gonna do some push-ups you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. And, and you
1: did 100 of them a day anyway like it was everyone took it so serious <laughs> and uh oh it was i mean it was the best fun i never want to have again uh, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah we had another t- I,
2: i'm just thinking what are, what are the chances of that
1: Oh, I know. What are the right.
2: chances that he throws that out the window at right. eleven o'clock at night and on on a, a Navy base and hits another drill instructor? Yeah, how is that even possible? Of course, he
1: gets hit and he looks up and there's one <laughs> one row of lights on. You know, <laughs> yeah, so
2: no question where it came from. I'm wondering if he wasn't down there waiting for it. I, uh, you know, I, I'm I just, don't know.
1: The, you know, the we, we got woke up by the third the third drill instructor was a young guy, and we got woke up by him on like a double date one night. And they were up there drunk and making us work out for their for the entertainment of their dates. True story. Oh, if you ever no to way. Murder, if You ever wanted to murder a guy? that was like like an entire room that wanted to just murder a guy and cover it up. That was us. That was us that night.
2: Actually, made yeah, you work out dates, for their Brought their dates. dates in and we're like, get out of bed,
1: do you push up, and I was just yelling at us and making us work out. And, and you know, we only get like four hours sleep a night, so. Like I'm still looking for that guy. If I see him on the street,
2: and I guess I'm thinking to myself, what kind of a woman what should, "Oh, this is so oh enticing. no." They were, they were this giggling. Is so sexy. Yeah,
1: they were laughing. They were giggling. They were really. Laughing. Yeah, yeah. They would have joined him in the shallow grave if <laughs> if, if anybody would have made that move.
2: Yeah, I find that fascinating that any woman would find that attractive. Oh, you, you know. yell at these young men so well. Yeah. It's so attractive to me.
1: Abusive power. I'm <laughs> you, what. you know, there Look, was another, that poor Five. he had a rough time of
2: it. You're, you're so abusive. I really want to spend more time with you. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. I, I, can't
1: wait till you're yelling at our kids like can't,
2: this. Can't wait till you're at home screaming at me to do push-ups in the kitchen. It's yeah. just going to be so much fun for the rest of my life. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know. So we had we had an incident later with poor Five. Uh, i'll never forget this
2: Fuck again.
1: the uh now he had a rough time like psychologically obviously he, got, he may have been damaged permanently from this. <laughs> so we, we have to go through what we call the gas chamber right and this uh, doesn't
2: sound good already and
1: the uh so it, the whole point of it is so you learn to uh to uh trust your gear right okay oh, your, your gas mask okay yeah you yeah, get, yeah you gotta yeah. be able to trust it because yeah. if you're if you're panic attacking. During an anthrax attack. Oh yeah, that's not going to be. Yeah, good. you're not going to be able to put out fires or do anything. No. So the whole put, they put they put you through this just so you learn that this stuff actually works. Right. So you sit through a class. Well, first off, that morning they were like, "Take your time eating. Eat as much as you want. Have doubles. You want another bowl of cereal? Welcome to it. And they never let you. You have like five minutes to eat. So like I knew something was going on. Yeah. Something shady because there was no- <laughs> they never did anything nice. You oh know? no. Like, they made one kid that was lactose intolerant eat, like, half this cake that they brought in.
2: And it was an ice cream cake. Yeah, like, while oh, we worked out. Oh,
1: God. He was fine until yeah. towards the end of it, but... Yeah.
2: So, so like, like yeah,
1: there was nothing <laughs> pleasant that they ever did. So, it was like, oh, what's going on? So, I like I was, like, really sparsely eating, but there were guys that just fell right for it, man. Oh, yeah. They are eating, like, three bowls of cereal. And, yeah, uh, be yeah. <laughs> that'd be me. Yeah. That'd be me. I know, I figured they're probably, like... Who cares? What what's the worst that's gonna happen, you know? I'd be dancing and singing, Go bring
2: it innkeeper, <laughs> cereal for all my friends. <laughs> yeah, me, right? Yeah. That's exactly what I
1: do. So then we go to our instruction and, and you get like this little classroom instruction on how to use your gas mask. And then they march you into this uh this for lack of a better word, a shed. Right. And they get ninety of you in there, just shoulder to shoulder, just crammed absolutely to the T. And they uh they, they, you know, you put on your gas mask, and they seal it by holding the ends and sucking it in, and it like, vacuum seals to sure, your face. yeah. And then these three guys in, like, total chemical mop suits walk in, <laughs> and they, they bust open these tear gas canisters oh, in this room. Oh, man. In this closed environment. And, like, they use, like, you're only supposed to use in civilians. You're only supposed to shoot, like, one canister per so many, and it's got to be out in the open. And they shoot off, like, two in here in this closed building. And immediately like where you shaved starts burning, you know. But like the mask is working, all right. But you are still like you're psychologically you're panicking. Like like I, I remember thinking, they can't do this to me. I'm an American citizen, you know. Oh really? <laughs> so the guy there's a guy like three rows over who starts hyperventilating oh, and he man. throws up. Oh no. And his mask is sealed and it shoots oh, out the back of it. No. All over the one, the guy behind him. Oh my goodness. So so they make you they make you stand in there and then the first row steps forward and you gotta take off the mask and then like say some stuff. And then they make you like suffer the the tear gas. And the point is you can see the difference, right? Like I wasn't yeah. dying yeah. when I had the mask yeah. on and now I want to die. So <laughs> it works, you know. So when they step forward, like I, I rip the mask off, but I'm I'm gonna trick these guys. I'm I'm not really breathing. Right. And then as they walk by, the one guy stops and looks at me and goes, what's your favorite football team? And I go, what? <laughs> you know. So then he punishes me and makes me, like, sing songs while I'm sitting there. <laughs> and there's guys that are, like, like vomiting. And if, you, oh, if yeah. you're throwing up, you yeah. got to throw up inside your shirt. Oh, yeah. Because if you throw up on the ground, they make you clean it yep. with no mask on. So you're going just, 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 just dying here. And your eyes are watered so bad. And all you can see is this blurry light. That's, that's your exit. And then when they let you go, so they're like, all right, you can go. And they point to the door. You rush to the door. And as soon as you hit the fresh air, your eyes just stream and you can't see anything. And, there's this, and you're supposed to take care of all your equipment first before you take care of yourself. And there's this big 55-gallon drum sitting right outside the door that you run over to. And you basically just spit and hack and get all this stuff out into right. the drum. Yeah. And then you go and start cleaning your mask off. So I come out just like everybody else. You can barely see the drum because your eyes are just streaming. So you walk over to it, blah, 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 and you spit or you puke or whatever you got to do. Then you walk over and you start cleaning your mask off. Right. Then you can start cleaning yourself. So as I wipe my eyes off and my vision comes back, I look up and I see Fivel <laughs> is laying on top of the drum just dry heaving. But nobody coming out behind him can see that he's laying there. Oh, and everybody's just evacuating oh, all over the poor kid. Man.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Fible. They had to take a hose to him. Oh, I, yeah, I'm sure that probably didn't even... He's probably still not oh,
1: clean. It was disturbing oh, yeah, just from my view. Yeah, And I was like 30 yards away. Is he still alive? I have no <laughs> idea. Mentally, I think he died that day.
2: I would die that yeah. day.
1: These are the uh, oh my! the uh, oh. these are the things you missed out on, Rusty.
2: See, I miss the stories. I don't. I don't. Like I said, I don't think I would miss boot camp at all. I don't. I'm telling you, it's
1: the most fun you're, I never want to have again. Yeah,
2: you're, you're talking about a guy who thinks that you know, uh, God gave us air conditioning and indoor plumbing for a reason, and Did I he? don't go camping and, because this yeah, room I, doesn't so, really feel like I it. know it's hot in here, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> Light me a <at> fire. <laughs> Light me at 5. Light me at 5.